Hello, friends. This is the Nearly Enlightened podcast, a podcast for people looking to connect to their body, mind, and spirit. When I committed to my healing journey, so many amazing people were placed on my path. And I really knew in my heart that those people were there to help me guide myself through the healing journey. And I wanted to use this platform to highlight the amazing people who have who I've met along the way um, and are, who are really doing the work to make this world a better place. So in future episodes, we are going to see lots of different guests um, doing different amazing things. My next guest is gonna guest is going to be Shelly Olm, and she is an amazing booty yoga teacher, sound healer. Um, and she is just doing amazing work in New England just to spread her light. So we have a few guests like that lined up, and I'm really excited to share these people with you. Um, my goal is to make the Nearly Enlightened podcast um, a place to not only give these people an outlet to shine their light, but also to give inspiration to anyone listening. Sometimes this path can feel a little lonely. I mean, it can be a little difficult if you don't have a support team. So my goal here is to let this podcast be a reminder that you're not alone and that there's lots of different resources out there for you. With that being said, um, some of the things that I am up to. So I spent the summer in Aspen, Colorado, and I got to be a part of this amazing place that's in a little town called Carbondale. It's called True Nature Healing Arts. And if you're ever in that area, I highly recommend checking it out. The universe kind of brought me to that place, not this summer, but the summer before that. It was right before we were leaving to head back to Arizona. And we were walking on the bike path in Carbondale. The bike path is like over 42 miles long. It's the old railroad that used to connect Aspen to Denver and um, Glenwood Springs, which are two, obviously the big cities there. Um, And it's a really historic landmark and they've created this amazing space to get outside and get in nature. So we were walking on the bike path in Carbondale And I saw the sign for Peace Garden and it's just like open for anyone to go in. It's right off the bike path. So we went in to explore a little and it is just the most magical place. It has some of the most biodiverse soil in the whole entire country. Um, It's these amazing gardens that have herbs that they dry and they use in their teas and their herbal baths and in their cafe And there's also these meditation paths to just walk and um, be mindful and be in nature and just to soak up the amazing energy that's there in Colorado. There's also a reflexology path. So it's really awesome. Um, If you go into a little rabbit hole in my social media, there's some videos of it. Um, And you just walk along this path that has these rocks that kind of jut up from the ground. And it massages each point of your foot to impact other places in the body. And it is just one of my favorite places in the whole world. So I had the privilege of teaching there this summer and being a part of that community. And it really just 
reignited my love of teaching yoga and just to be in a healing space. So I learned so much there. If you've never heard of Orosoma, it's something that absolutely blew me away. Um, It's these oils that are created through a process of infusing herbs and they're all these amazing colors and it kind of works like tarot cards. I'm oversimplifying it. So someone who knows more than more about this than I do can probably explain it a little better, but um, the colors that you're drawn to mean certain things. And it was just so amazing to see and just be in this energy. So if you have an opportunity to check that place out or want to come see me next summer, I would love to have you. Um, It's just a place that needs to be shared with the world for sure. So that was an amazing spot to be this summer. And it just really um, put energy back into my soul for continuing to do this work and to show up more consistently for myself and for all of you. So we are back in Arizona. That is a great spot too. Um, I've gotten back to aerial yoga, aerial flow. Um, I've been teaching that and that is just super fun. I've been pushing my own boundaries and learning all these new tricks and really pushing myself outside of my comfort zone with that. And that has been so fun to be back in that space. It really helps you connect with your inner child. It's not um, like yoga can be so serious. So this is really fun because you get to do tricks and you can go upside down. And when you go upside down, it releases all of these endorphins and you really remember what it feels like to get in touch with that inner child. So to be able to do that weekly has been truly a huge blessing. So some things that I am also getting back to work on, as you've probably heard, I have launched a retreat for February, 2023. So coming up and that is here in Scottsdale, Arizona. There's an amazing space called the Scottsdale Sound Sanctuary, and that's where it's going to be held. Um, It's two different home properties. It's privately owned by an amazing woman here who also does sound healing. So she's going to be doing that as part of the retreat for us. There's going to be yoga classes every day for all levels. Um, There's going to be amazing food. So pretty much everything is included in this retreat, except for transportation to and from the airport and um, flights. But other than that, this is going to be a completely nourishing retreat. Housing is going to be included in the price. Food is going to be included in the price. Um, All of the classes and workshops are going to be included in that price. My amazing friend Kat Parks is going to teach us a little bit about face yoga, which is so cool. It helps to release the tension in the jaw. It helps to smooth over fine lines and wrinkles naturally. And it just gives us an overall awareness um, about our face, our facial expressions, even the way we brush and floss our teeth. And it is so super cool. So that's something else that I've dove into this summer. And Kat has led me through probably about eight or nine weeks of face yoga between like eyes and forehead and the mouth area. And that has been super cool to just learn from her expertise. And I'm so excited to have her for that retreat. Um, There are two awesome luxury pools. Um, So if you live in the cold weather in the wintertime, it's going to be an awesome time to get out of that cold weather and to come enjoy the sunshine and the warmth and 
um, just be in this collective community space. We're going to do aerial yoga. So that's one of the things that's included. So we're going to go to the aerial yoga studio during the retreat and learn a little bit about flow and get upside down and have fun. So I'm super excited about that. If you want any further information, please reach out to me. Um, and I would be happy to chat with you about that. Some other things that I'm up to is I have been working really hard to build out my website myself. So I don't have a tech background. And if you know me, you know that I really suck at technology. So this is a huge feat and I'm super proud of it. I really, um, I'm working to release the blocks around technology and I built out the entire website, membership portals and courses. So if you know me, it's pretty epic because I'm not good at that stuff at all. So I have built out four courses. Um, one of them will be available very soon. Um, so that's just something to look out for and to help assist you in your journey of healing. So I'm super excited to share all of this with you. Stay tuned. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. So right now there's 30 days of meditation that's there from, I think I did that in 2020. So you'll notice the video quality is complete shit. Um, they're really just poor quality videos, but I've gotten really great feedback. Um, there's so many people that use those meditations daily. So like kudos to them because even though the content of the meditations is amazing. The quality of the tech is not that great. So some things to look forward to are um, just better quality videos, um, better quality classes, courses, and support. And I'm really excited to share that all with you. Another thing that I want to talk about before I head out on this little mini episode. So um, I am very fortunate to have a big community of fellow yoga teachers around me. And I want to share this. I'm not going to share names or anything like that, but um, I was doing my daily scroll, scroll of doom um, on social media. And one of my yoga teacher friends posted and was super triggered by somebody leaving their class before Shavasana. So this is a topic that I really want to dive into. So baby yoga teacher G would have also been very offended or triggered that somebody left my class before Shavasana. And that's something that has probably recently changed for me. Um, I have been a yoga teacher since 2015, so there's pretty much nothing that I haven't seen. I actually had someone stay through my class, through Shavasana, just to tell me what a shitty class it was and that she would never be back. So there's pretty much nothing that I haven't heard, and it doesn't affect my feelings anymore because none of that shit is really about me. It's about their inner whatever that's going on. Um so I saw this post that she thought it was super rude and distracting that people or someone, a student left her yoga class before Shavasana. And now I had to kind of play, I don't want to call it devil's advocate, but I just wanted to give her another perspective. 
So going back this summer, um, teaching in Colorado, I taught probably 40 classes in a month. So it was like the most I had ever taught in a really long time um, in person classes. So that was super exciting. But I met a woman who changed my perspective on this. She came to one of my yoga classes and she said, I have PTSD. I cannot lay down in a vulnerable position in a room full of people. So I hope you understand that I will probably leave before Shavasana. I might try to to get there, but I might have to, I might have to leave. And at first that kind of threw me, but the practice of yoga is to do what is best for the person practicing for the student. And knowing what your boundaries are and knowing what you're comfortable with, what boundaries you're willing to meet at that edge or to start to go beyond. It is not up to the teacher to decide what that is. So I said, you find a place that works for you and you do what you need to do. Do what you need to do to get the most out of this practice and to be comfortable and for you to feel safe. And that's really what the space is all about. You know, at the beginning of each yoga class, I say, I will offer you a bunch of different options. Please take what works for you and leave what doesn't. Shavasana is no different than that. So even though, yes, Shavasana is a super important part of the practice, it's the part of the practice. Shavasana literally translates to corpse pose. And it sounds morbid, but the point of the practice of Shavasana is to allow ourselves to integrate what we've just done in class. So during class, we move, we breathe, that moves energy through the body. So we're making space to let go of what no longer serves us and to bring in um, what we want to cultivate moving forward. It's literally as if we died And each and every time we get up from Shavasana, we're reborn again to a new opportunity, a new beginning, each and every time we practice that pose. With that said, there are people who cannot allow themselves to get there for whatever reason. So this particular student had PTSD. She said, I can, I physically cannot lay down in a position like that. Great. Do what's best for you. So she actually tried, she laid down for about a minute and then she just, she had to leave, which is totally fine. And I really commend her for giving it that opportunity to just lay and rest, even if it was just for a minute before she got up and left. Did she make noise when she left? Obviously. Can that be distracting to other students? Yes. But here's the magic. That is the practice of yoga. So another quick anecdote about when I was a baby yoga teacher, I taught in a room uh, in, a, in a yoga studio that had three yoga studios. And I, this one particular class, I, on a Monday and Wednesday night, some of you listening might actually know, might've actually been there. It was super distracting because the bigger studio was right next door to us. And there was a class that had anywhere from 60 to 80 people in it at all times. So before their class, they would line up outside of my door because there was really, that was the end of the hallway. There was really nowhere else for them to go. So when my class was in Shavasana, it was kind of noisy because that other class was starting to go into class. 
So with 60 or 80 people, it's very challenging to keep that quiet and keep that kind of like contained. (laughs) So we would get a lot of complaints that people could not rest in Shavasana. And the owner, who I thought was a bitch at the time, actually had a really good point. She said, great, that's the practice of yoga at work. And I was like, I can't believe that she's getting back to these customer service emails like this. Like It was kind of shocking to me. But as someone who just started practicing and her who she had been practicing yoga for 20 plus years, she really was on to something there. That is the practice of yoga at work. So the practice of yoga and meditation is to stay centered no matter what distraction is going on around us. So when we're in Shavasana and there is that noise around us, that's an opportunity for us to practice, for us to disconnect from that noise of others, that chatter, that moving around of others, the people who are leaving during or before Shavasana. That's an opportunity for those students to practice. That's an opportunity for the teacher to practice the yoga. So my point to my friend was, that's great. (laughs) That student did what was best for them. Like We don't know what the story is. When we're triggered by that, when we think that that is rude, that they're leaving our class early, that's coming from a place of ego. So that that is what triggers it in the teacher. Was it my class? Did they not like it? all of these things, right? So it's a place for not only the students to dive deeper and to allow themselves to be centered with themselves, no matter the noise or the chatter around, but it's also an opportunity for the teacher to disconnect from that ego. Um, And also, you know, we don't know why we can't, I mean, maybe we can't ask them why they left early, Um, but we don't know. I mean, my point to her was maybe they really had to poop. Maybe they had a stomach ache. Maybe they had PTSD. Maybe they had to go pick their kid up. You know, we don't know what the story is. So for us to automatically label it as rude that they're leaving early, that's coming from a place of ego. That's the opposite of yoga. So that's a little thought that I want to leave you with today is how can we bring that practice of yoga to our lives each and every day? How can we allow ourselves to drop out of that place of ego and into that place of compassion and into the place of staying centered when there's chaos around us, not allowing our emotions to get the best of us and get on that emotional roller coaster, but to stay centered in our peace knowing that you're offering the best you can, you're doing the best you can. And that's it. That's what I want to leave you with today. So I hope you have a wonderful week and stay tuned for more episodes featuring amazing guests. I would like to invite you to like, subscribe, and share anywhere you're listening to this podcast, um, to the YouTube page, And reach out and connect with me because I'd love to chat with you. Tell me more about what you would like to hear, um, any guests you would like to have on. If you want to be a guest, reach out to me. Um, And I have a form you can fill out and we'll get you on. Have an amazing week, friends. And I will talk to you soon.